0: around the world report inconsistencies in our favorite stories
1: are they real or just a result of having way too much time on your hands
0: the internet searches for answers on suck my fan theory The year is 1969. Four friends and their beloved dog pile into a painted panel van and set off to unmask monsters and solve mysteries. The van is affectionately referred to as the Mystery Machine. And it carries the Mystery Incorporated Team, a group of amateur detectives just having graduated from high school, drifting from town to town, confronting monsters. One may find it odd that a group of kids with bright futures would choose to leave their friends and family and troll the back roads of America, confronting criminals and putting themselves in danger.
1: Perhaps they had a good reason for doing this. Some say that they were eager for adventure and driven to find their purpose in life, all while searching for truth. Others believe they were dodging the draft.
2: Seventies were an easier time. Everyone was all about peace and love. Almost everyone I knew that went to Vietnam died over there. I could definitely see why people would run away. Damn kids said they were helping people.
0: If you ask me, it was just the opposite. I didn't dress up as a mummy to scare people. It was to bring in tourists to my town. It helped everyone get by. We would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for those meddling kids.
2: I rented them a hotel once. And I could have sworn I heard the stoner and the homosexual talking about how they weren't cut out for the army.
0: The Vietnam War officially began in 1955, but escalated due to the Gulf of Tonkin incident in 1964. The United States Selective Service Draft Lottery began December 1st, 1969, under the orders of Richard M. Nixon, in order to help fight the war in Vietnam. It was at this point that many young men across America fled their hometowns, afraid that they would be sent to a war they did not want to fight in.
1: Mystery Inc. comprised of Fred Jones, Daphne Blake, Norval Shaggy Rogers, Velma Dinkley, and their beloved Great Dane, Scooby-Doo. A mystery-solving corporation provided the perfect cover to escape selective service, moving from town to town before any locals could recognize their faces. But if this were their true intentions, why would Mystery Incorporated include Daphne and Velma? Women were not drafted into the military. I went to high school with those guys. Fred and Daphne were inseparable. In fact, they were even caught making whoopee at the senior prom. Shaggy and Velma were a different story, though. You could tell Velma was in love with Shaggy, but there was only one girl for him, Mary Jane. This makes sense for young, idealistic hippies in love on a road trip to outrun Uncle Sam. Consider their van, the Mystery Machine.
0: It was the vehicle of choice for many free-love types, which you could readily see parked on the curb of Hate ashbury It must have been purchased to advertise the detective service and let everyone who saw know their political stance on the war. This included painting the pastel flowers on the side and scrawling in mystery machine for
1: the corporation. The paint job portrayed the group as a bunch of peace-loving hippies. This would have been the case if they had been the original owners of the vehicle. A newly unearthed document actually proves that the title was transferred to Fred from Flash Flanagan the long-haired, hammer-and-sickle-loving former folk sensation, famous for his protest anthem, Come On, Think This Through.
2: Come on,
0: think this through, this war ain't cool. We got some work to do now. Come on, think this through, this war ain't cool. We need some help from you now.
1: Come right into
0: view. I see you pretending you got the answers. You're not fooling me, cause I can't see
1: the way you
0: laugh and banter.
1: After his one-hit wonder, the only work he could find was touring with an anti-war band in an old blue, green, and orange van with their name emblazoned on the side. The Mystery Kids. A van made specifically for a group of youths railing against the establishment of Richard M. Nixon. The mystery machine made the would-be draft dodgers all too conspicuous.
0: If you were trying to evade the draft, why would you make yourself so blatantly obvious? Unless they weren't draft dodgers, but they wanted people to think they were. Newly obtained documents show doctors provided medical clearance to both Fred and Norville. Fred, suffering from bone spurs, and Norville, suffering from glaucoma, both would have been unfit to serve in the United States military. Why would they need to dodge the draft?
1: Throwing people off the scent, making them think that they were hippies, provided the ultimate cover for their true mission, protecting Scooby-Doo. While claiming to uncover mysteries, they were actually concealing government secrets. Well, you see, I was in my barn one night. Saw the craziest thing. Some sort of space doohickey. I thought was a Mitchell. Crashed through my weather vane, and damn near took my roof off. I tell you what. Swear to God, I saw two little brown puppies come running out of some metal contraption. A couple days later, some men in black suits came and took it all away. Yup, I done told everyone up at the diner, but no one believed me. They said I must have been licking the back of toads to get high again. Well, heck, sometimes I don't even believe me. All I knows is nothing will grow where that dang thing done crashed. Of course, one simple eyewitness is not enough to cast doubt on the canine's origin. That is until you consider that neither Scooby nor Scrappy-Doo have ever been able to provide legitimate birth records. It's common knowledge that all dogs go to heaven, but where do they come from when they were never born?
0: At the height of the Cold War, the threat of communism replaced the boogeyman as the monster under everyone's bed. Nikita Khrushchev and his horde of sadistic, savage scientists attempted to genetically create a whole number of nightmarish creatures. We have asked a Soviet-era Russian expert to help us examine the claim that Scooby and Scrappy-Doo are the results of these tests. Professor Hu-TF Cares is the chair of DeVry University's Cold War Studies department. He is an expert on the scientific breakthroughs of this
2: period. Botanist Ilya Ivanovich really led a Soviet scientific community that engaged in many very taboo, very risky cross-species experiments. This included half-gorilla, half-human soldiers, two-headed snakes and intelligent animals smart enough to think like humans. It is also well known that they used animals for space travel to test the effects orbit had on biology before sending humans. In 1960, they sent two dogs, Bella and Strelka into space, and they were the first-ever earthborn creatures to fly into space and return alive.
1: Now, where have we seen walking, talking, intelligent dogs before? It is conceivable that two rogue experiments grown in Soviet-Russia testing facilities could have escaped captivity and made their way to America. Professor TF cares.
2: Oh, yes, two sentient, talking dogs could have totally flown a spacecraft from Russia and crash-landed on a farm. Only for four teenagers to find them and hide them from the US government by solving mysteries. That's undoubtedly what happened. The first
0: documented accounts of Scooby-Doo began exactly two months after the Apollo 11 lunar landing. Could the Soviets, desperate to keep up in the space race, have sent their two best and brightest on a mission to space? A mission that was doomed to fail.
1: It is believed that Scooby and Scrappy are actually Belka and Strelka, the two beings on the planet with the most spaceflight experience. To avoid a suicide mission to the moon, they stole a spacecraft and piloted it to the only place that wouldn't willingly give up two Soviet assets.
0: When the CIA caught wind of this potential source of intelligence, they turned their eye upon their own people, scouring the land for clues as as to the whereabouts of the two dogs. This lends a new sinister meaning to the common refrain, Scooby-Doo, where are you?
1: So there you have it, the classic tale of a creator's attempts to play God backfiring when their creation escapes their control. The rest is history, a group of animal-loving, bleeding-heart East Coast yuppies on the run, held hostage by the dubious will of these renegade agents. With more
0: and more facts coming out against the gang, it seemed that believers would finally see the truth revealed about America's favorite dog, Detective. However, right when allegations reached a fever pitch, tragedy struck.
1: Breaking news tonight, as we report with heavy hearts, the unexpected passing of scooby Doo, also known as Scooby Dooby Doo. Although details were still emerging at this time, authorities have confirmed that Scooby was found unresponsive earlier today in his calabasa's home. News of this shocking event has traveled quickly around the world.
0: After this came an outpouring of sympathy for Scooby and the gang. Passing away at 3 years Ten months and nine days old, 27 in dog years, he became the latest member of the infamous 27 Club, joining close friends Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, and Jim Morrison. Devotees came out in droves, blinded by sadness and nostalgia, to canonize this far-from-perfect pup. It became very unpopular to speak unfavorably of him, and so his critics were silenced.
1: But over the decades, those out there seeking the truth have not forgotten. They have not stopped fighting, never stopped searching, and never stopped asking, Scooby-Dooby-Doo, who are you?
0: around the world report inconsistencies in their favorite stories.
1: Are they real? Or just a result of having way too much time on your hands?
0: Join us next time as we continue to search for answers on Suck
1: My Fan Theory.